Welcome to the New Channel Sports Podcast. We are so thrilled and humbled that you have joined us yet again for another episode of the podcast. On this episode of the podcast, we talk about the top five NFL teams right now, and we also play a game, surprise or not a surprise. And to no surprise, we talk about Zion Williamson. Learning about your body, learning how to eat, that is a skill. It is a skill. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with it you. Is a skill. I'm with you 100%. But I'll tell you why I think it's a surprise. For me, uh-huh. it's a surprise because it is a skill, right? But at the same time, you know if you're Zion Williamson and the Pelicans, he should already have nutritionists. He should have a cook year-round. There, there should not be a meal that he takes that somebody did not cook for him and say, eat this. That well, has to be he, the way it works out. And to see know, that maybe video of him circling maybe, maybe around. Maybe he just ain't missing a meal. Maybe the problem is the, the nutritionist is giving him all the meals. <laughs> and he's consuming all of them. Hey, look, <laughs> man, that might be the case. But my I'm thing is, saying, it's bro. a surprise because at this point, he knew that we, we all could see weight potentially being a problem. So I'll give you an example. Somebody like Charles Barkley. He struggled with weight throughout his career. But when he was playing, we didn't have this sports science. We didn't have this, hey, if you're an athlete, have a nutritionist, have a cook, have somebody come in at each and every single day to help you prep and eat. And for him to be this out of shape, like Charles Barkley said it too. You don't play basketball or maybe it was Kenny. You don't play basketball to get in shape. Right? You don't do that. You get in shape to play basketball. This is the New Channel Sports Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the New Channel Sports Podcast. We're back. So happy to be here with you today. And as usual, across from me is Big Low. What's going down, Big Low? Big low coming down It ain't time Hey, it's been a hey. hot minute I'm glad we're back in this thing You know, we're doing it week by week, day by day, man But it's good yes, to be sir. back Yes, sir, so happy to have you back Unfortunately, today, Oanyi is out But we got you covered, O And while you're here, we want to say thank you so much You can check out our podcast whenever and wherever you listen to your podcast Stitcher, Apple, Podbean we are there and also check us out on our website newchannelsports.net that's spelled new channel and you channel sports.net you can actually check out our lovely faces on afro vibes tv where we record a show each and every single week you can catch that show on demand you can download the afro vibes app on your roku at home so while you're chilling with your girl you can go ahead and see our faces you know what i'm saying check us out on roku or on amazon low shaking his head he don't know what's going on <laughs> you can check us out on there as well and also you can check out if you love our content that much you could also check us out on the leads podcast network we record a show that comes out each and every saturday the lead is spelled l-e-a-d apostrophe s the leads podcast network you can check out new channel sports show on there as well and also we have a sponsor y'all our show is sponsor we legit we big time we have a sponsor this episode is sponsored by fly jocks where you can get good t-shirts leggings for your girls good wares it's a fly logo check out fly jocks on instagram 
And look out soon to our podcast where we're going to have a promo code for you when you use Fly Jocks as well. Check out Fly Jocks on Instagram. They are sponsoring this episode. Lo, we big time, bro. Hey, you know, we finally got a sponsor, man. I, hey, look, we, we can take this so many different ways, man, with, uh, with, with, our, with our sponsor, Fly Jocks. You know what I'm saying? Just just let them things hang, man. Let them things swing. Fly Jocks, man. It's all day every day, baby. Go ahead and get your stuff, man. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, let's get right into the episode. into, And let's get into a topic that we love to do. And it's really a segment that we love to do. And that is called Headlines. It's time for... It's time for... Headlines. Okay, on the first headline, I have bad news. If you're a Houston uh, sports fan, go ahead and cover your ears for a second. Bad news. The Houston Astros lost the World Series in six games to the Atlanta Braves. One of our hosts on here, uh, Trey Day, always used to open up every single episode saying shout out to, you know, you know that one team in Dallas. But he also used to shout out Braves Nation. And for him, he was in tears. He texted me last night. He said, Chris, I'm in tears right now. His Atlanta Braves won the World Series without their star, Ronald Acuna Jr., who got hurt earlier in the year. It was a testament of triumph for the Braves. Sorry to the Astros fans. Uh, that might be the end of an era for us, but uh, got to shout out the Braves. Lo, you got anything to say about the World Series? Or are you just like, you just like, oh, you hate baseball, bro? No, 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 no. I mean, it, it, look, you got to represent for, for, for this city, this great city of Houston. You know what I mean? And And look, the fact that the Astros have been to the, the World Series three times in the last five years, that, that's still an amazing feat, the fact that they got there. And I'm proud of the Astros. You know, they, they lost, and, and the better team won. Congratulations to the Atlanta Braves, man. First championship in 25 years, man. Yes, sir. I feel you on that. And for headline number two, this one sucks, man. This one really sucks. Aaron Rodgers has tested positive for COVID and will not be available for the Packers versus the Chiefs. And I'll tell you, I was looking forward to this. Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes. And the biggest loser in this is Fox. Because <laughs> I'm sure Fox, they get a certain amount of good games a year where they can say, NBC, you can't have this game. And this is one of the games that they chose. And NBC is like, ah, <laughs> y'all can keep the game now. Aaron Rodgers isn't playing. Lo, this COVID thing ain't going away, bro. It's not going away. It's not going to go away anytime soon, man. I was looking forward to this because you're talking about two great quarterbacks, two great matchups. Kansas City is not playing particularly great. Green Bay has only lost one game. And really and truly, I was looking for the Green Bay Packers to put the stomp down on the Kansas City Chiefs, man. That's what I was looking forward to. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to miss a really good matchup and headline number three is one that's beyond unfortunate this is something that we never even want to cover to be honest with you and it's uh henry ruggs uh was involved in an accident that involved a fatality from what we know so far he was been charged uh for driving under the influence of alcohol um, the dui uh, that sentence is, from what I've heard, is for between two and 20 years. I believe he was in court earlier this week for an arraignment, I guess. And uh, the attorney spoke and said he was driving 156 miles an hour while his blood alcohol level was double the legal limit. He has been released from the Raiders. And this is a tragedy all around. It is a tragedy all around and just our thoughts were with the family of the people who lost their lives to this. I mean, it was an accident, but it was it, it was it was drunk driving, man. just straight up. 
it was it was drunk driving and and what i hate i lost a really dear friend to a, a drunk driver and um it just seems like the drunk driver always makes it you know the drunk driver always makes it i'm not saying anything should have happened to henry ruggs but when you're talking about you know the details of the accident and the fact that you know it twice the twice the legal you know blood alcohol level of, of uh, las vegas you know driving 157 miles an hour when he made impact wow. he made impact at 126 miles an hour okay the rav4 the lady was driving burst into flames she and her dog passed away you know and i've, I've been listening to the story and and you know listen to other podcasts we got other you know former players in it and uh, there are resources out there that the NFL and teams provide for these players to be able to move around when, when, when they're going out in the town. You know what I mean? This doesn't have to happen. It really doesn't. It's unfortunate. We all make mistakes, but this is a very costly one because a, a life was, was involved. A life was lost. And now a, a family, man, must suffer, you know? And now, you know, a young player has to, you know, live the rest of his life with this situation. And who knows what's going to happen, man? He's facing jail time and all kinds of other things. It's, it's just unfortunate all yeah, the way around. Exactly. It's unfortunate all the way around. Um, you have a young man here in Henry Ruggs who was starting to play well in his NFL career. And it looked like he was hitting his stride and he made this mistake. And the thing that really gets me is Henry Ruggs lost a dear friend of his in a car accident. And on top of that, another player on their team, Jacobs, the running back, even though he was eventually the charges were dropped because it was determined that his blood alcohol level was not above the legal limit. He was pulled over for, for DUI earlier in the year. So all that together, and you mentioned it, how the NFL tries to put guys in situation, hey, take an Uber. This is not even just for an NFL guy. I mean, we're a sports show, but bro, if you're drinking, bro, get a damn Uber because this there is an individual who has lost their life from somebody who just could have gotten an Uber. And for me, that's it's it's it's. It's hard to it's hard to take, man. I'll be real with you. It's hard to take. Uh, well, that was your headlines. Now I want to uh, transition to talk a little bit of the NBA and the NFL and the segment that I thought of. I take full credit for this segment. <laughs> it's a segment I thought of. It's called Surprise versus Not a Surprise. Now, two of these I gave low a heads up on before the show. But two of these will be a surprise to you because I didn't give you the heads up. <laughs> so we're playing a game, surprise versus not surprise. So low, essentially, I will make a statement and you will let me know whether you find that statement to be a surprise or not a surprise. And you'll tell me why. So the first statement I'm going to make is the Bulls are balling. Bulls are balling right now. They made several changes. Last season, they went and acquired Nikola Vucevic. During the offseason, they got DeMar DeRozan. They got Lonzo Ball. They got Alex Caruso, and they made all of these changes, and they look really, really good right now. The Bulls are 6-1. and one. They've beaten some good teams in the NBA, including the undefeated Jazz until they met the Bulls, and they came back from 19 points down to beat the Celtics by 14 points earlier in the week. Are you surprised with the Bulls being this good? No, I'm not. I'm not surprised. You know, they made a number the, the moves you're talking about right now. They made as good as good for the NBA. Okay. This is a, this is a premier, you know, franchise and, and with, with premier history. And of course, arguably the greatest player of all time. You have to represent, man. I think this is good for the NBA. I'm not surprised. This team, you know, uh, this, this ownership, this franchise wants to win and they're ready to do it right now. Yeah. No, I, I hear you with that. 
I hear that. It's not a surprise to me either. I'll just, I'll be honest with you. This is not a surprise. I called it during the season. I will say this. Them basically, they've gone all the way in, right? And I, I'm talking with you. Do you think they are a Eastern Conference favorite? I don't think they are. Even as constituted, I don't think they're favorite. I think they're dark horse. So them going for it is really insane. It's unprecedented. Most most of the times, teams don't go all the way in unless they have you know a generational talent. I don't think there's anyone on this roster that's a generational talent. You have really really good pieces, Lonzo. Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, but none of them are generational talents. But the Bulls were like, we don't care. We're going to go for it. So I'm with you. I'm not surprised that they've started off well. I am a little surprised at how quickly they've gotten their chemistry. They look like they've been hooping for years. When it's time for Lonzo to go, Lonzo will go. When it's time for Zach Levine to go, Zach Levine will go. When it's time for DeMar DeRozan to pull up with those mid-range jump shots, he's doing that. And that part is surprising to me, the chemistry that this team has so far. I'm really proud of them, bro. There's really nothing else for me to say is I'm proud of them. I hope they continue it. And you hit the nail on the head when you said when the Bulls are right, the NBA is in a better place. And I agree with you 100%. When the Bulls are good, it makes the NBA more interesting to watch. Oh, absolutely. And it definitely makes the Eastern Conference a lot more interesting to watch as well, right? You have Now you have an additional team that can potentially be not necessarily a powerhouse, but you know, we'll, we'll give, you know, the top-seeded teams, you know, a run for their money. I, I'm very interested to see what's going to happen with this team. Um, let's check back in in December. Let's check back in in January and see where they're at. I am very impressed with the chemistry, just like you said. Let's see where they're at, man, around December and January. Yeah, I, I'm with you with that. Okay, so second topic on surprise versus not a surprise is, I don't know if you've seen the video, but there is a video circulating social media with one Zion Williamson. Doing a workout and oh. bro, bro looked chunky. <laughs> like he looked, Ooh, he looked chunky. like me, right? He looked like Ooh, somebody who's been chunky. eating one too many donuts and the off season, and he don't look right. He entered this season. The Pelicans said he was two hundred and eighty pounds. If you've seen that video circulate, if you see Lowe's face, Lowe's shaking his head. That video circulating on the internet. He looked a good three oh five. He looked like he's three bills plus. Lo, are you surprised with Zion looking out of shape? I, I can't say that I'm surprised because to be a young athlete and to take care of your body year in and year out and to watch what you eat and not get into the habit of getting into the offseason, going out, drinking, eating whatever you want, and then thinking that, you know, you know what, I'll get back into shape when the season comes. I'm not surprised, you know, and, and look. Look, we all know, we've talked about this before, his weight, you know, that kind of thing. I don't think there's an issue that's going to go away. I really don't. It's going to plague his career, I think, unless he makes a commitment to say, this is going to be a year-round thing. I'm going to watch what I eat. He's going to have to deal with this until he re- until his late 20s, you know, when he decides to say, you know what, I got to change my body, I got to change it around. I-, I just believe that. Yeah. I-, I will tell you this, I'm disappointed in you. Let me tell you, I- I'm disappointed in you in so many levels here. Number one, and me? Yeah, I'm disappointing you, bro. And you. I'm telling you why. Number one, you are you you are the GM of a yoga studio. Okay. You are not a young man, right? You're not a baby. You're not old, right? But right. Lowe is in shape. I can say I can say this and be confident in myself. Okay. If they say, hey, Chris, I, I appreciate that. Chris, take off your shirt. Lowe, take off your shirt. I'm not taking off my shirt. <laughs> I, I <laughs> like, appreciate I'm the good. accolades. I'm still trying to figure out why you're why you're upset with me. I'm upset because you are somebody that's in shape 
And you basically kind of gave him a pass. Well, it's kind of hard for you to stay in shape. Nah, bro, you no, should no, 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 time out, time okay. out, time out, time out. No, 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 there, there ain't no pass. Okay. <laughs> there ain't no pass. I'm just saying that this is something that athletes, young athletes deal with. Yeah. I give them no pass. This, this is this is the leader of the New Orleans Pelicans franchise, yeah. right? This, this is the this is the face, a potential face in the NBA, okay? And 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 we had, he has all types of you know issues with weight and all that kind of stuff. Ain't no pass. I'm just saying that as a young athlete, this is something that they struggle with. Okay, and you don't you don't you don't leave college and come into a professional realm and learn how to take care of your body and learn how to eat right. There are athletes that don't understand how to take care of their bodies into their third and fourth year into the league. All I'm saying is that learning about your body, learning how to eat, that is a skill. It is a skill. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with, with. It is a skill. I'm with you 100%. But I'll tell you why I think it's a surprise. For me, uh-huh. it's a surprise because it is a skill, right? But at the same time, you know if you're Zion Williamson and the Pelicans, he should already have nutritionists. He should have a cook year-round. There, there should not be a meal that he takes that somebody did not cook for him and say, eat this. That well, has to be he, the way it works out. And to see no, that maybe video of him circling around. Maybe he just ain't missing a meal. Maybe the problem is the, the nutritionist is giving him all the meals <laughs> and he's consuming all of them. Hey, look, <laughs> man, that might be the case. But my I'm thing is, saying, it's bro. a surprise because at this point, he knew that we, we all could see weight potentially being a problem. So I'll give you an example. Somebody like Charles Barkley. He struggled with weight throughout his career. But when he mm-hmm. was playing, we didn't have this sports science. We didn't have this, hey, if you're an athlete, have a nutritionist, have a cook, have somebody come in at each and every single day to help you prep and eat. And for him to be this out of shape, like Charles Barkley said it too. You don't play basketball, or maybe it was Kenny. You don't play basketball to get in shape. Right. You don't do that. You get in shape to play basketball. So it looks like he thinks uh, I'm just going to hoop a little bit in some games and then get in shape. No, bro. You're playing against supreme athletes. The only thing that can happen is an injury. That's the only thing that can happen when he if he comes back now. The only thing I see happening is an injury. And I don't want to see him get injured at this point, bro. I'm talking to you, Zion. If you're listening, come close. Zion, come here. Come here. I'm talking to you, bro. You don't want to look like me right now. OK. Right. Yeah. You don't want to have a pot belly. You don't have to explain, man, I got kids, so, you yeah. know. <laughs> like, he is a really young man who is a, who should be at the top peak of his performance. And honestly and truly, if he plays on this weight and he busts his knee up again, because he hurt his knee before he even got to college, if he does it again, I don't know, man. We could be calling him a bust, and I would hate to see that because he has all the talent, all the skill in the world. He just got to eat right. You know, it, it's this is literally the difference between – this that this look this situation is the difference between him being a another you know first round draft pick that flailed around the NBA flamed out and a being a great player and it's making decisions like hey I'm going to watch what I eat I'm going to hire a nutritionist I'm going to do these things you know that are going to allow me to physically feel great he probably thinks that you know what I put on a couple of pounds it ain't that bad I'm gonna come out I'm still be able to j it up. And he's probably he's probably right, but your stamina ain't gonna be right. And just like you said, you can blow out that knee, you can have an ankle, you can, you know, you can sprain it, you can pull a hammy, you know, and it, we're going up for that that J, you know what I mean, that dunk. So any anything can happen with that additional weight, man. So look, just like you said, man, lean in close, bro. You you, you gotta you, you gotta do better, man. Yeah, yeah, he has to, he has to. I'm pulling for his eye on. Yeah, do better, bro. All right, so let's transition a little bit. We're still playing surprise versus not a surprise. We did two NBA topics. Let's do two NFL topics. 
the first NFL topic I want to do is the Chiefs are four and four. They just came off of really a great run, get into the AFC Championship game, I believe, three times in a row, get into two Super Bowls out of in three years. But right now they look average. At four and four, they struggled to beat the New York Giants. The New York Giants, <laughs> they struggled to win. And they needed a call from the refs to get it done on that last mm-hmm. drive. Yeah. Lo, are you surprised that the Chiefs look average, are average, because they are? At this juncture in the season, head into week nine, they're an average football team at four and four. Yeah, I'm not a – before I answer that question, Chris, I, I have to ask, um, are, are, have we rushed to judgment in terms of the greatness of Pat Mahomes? And I have a very specific reason why I'm asking this question. Now, the NFL at some point is always going to catch up to you, okay? They're, they're going to understand how to slow you down a little bit and do some things that will confuse you. Right. And there's always trends this year. Right now, the whole league is going to cover two defense. Right. They're going to cover two defense. They're playing zone versus playing man and playing cover one and playing cover three. And what that means is you pretty much got a center fielder and a safety who's playing all the way deep. And then you have uh, two uh, cornerbacks on the outside who are met, who are, you know, playing a deep zone in, in their in their areas. OK. And they're not trying to allow anything to go deep. And then everywhere across the board is playing man. Right. So the whole league right now was going towards a zone def- uh, uh, cover two where you just have two safeties sitting back and then your corners just sitting back and just sitting there playing zone. And it seems to be throwing them off because that's all they're doing. Kansas City also doesn't have a running game. All right. Now that's haunting them. And that's something that's always been Achilles heel with Andy Reid. They don't have a running game. And all that money that they spent on the offensive line, it don't seem to be helping. Right. And I thought they fixed the situation. I thought this would help their running game. It would help keep Pat Mahomes uh, upright. But he ain't playing right. And, and and you mentioned it for a couple of things. So for the running game, I'm with you. Um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire's on the IR. He was running better and better every week. So they missed their number one guy. But with and you mentioned the cover two defenses and the zone defenses. A lot of teams have moved to that in the NFL for this simple reason. A lot of teams have figured it out. Hey. Every offense, at least most offenses in the NFL with good quarterbacks are explosive. And the Chiefs are explosive on steroids. But what most teams have learned is if we can get somewhat of a pass rush and play a cover two or zone defense, yes, they're going to score points on us, but it's going to take them time. And we know Patrick Mahomes is kind of, he gets irritated when he has 15 play drives. And what happens is he tries to push a ball down the field that he may not necessarily have the time to do, or maybe the, the coverage is there, or he thinks is he can just somehow, you know, he's so talented that he can get any ball over any defense and that gets him in trouble. So that's always been the recipe to stop the Chiefs is make them have long drives and maybe just maybe while they're driving, they fumble the football. There's an interception. Maybe you get a sack. Maybe you get a holding call. And that's what's been killing the Chiefs or the penalties, the dumb bonehead penalties, and then the Patrick Mahomes interceptions. And you're right. It's because teams are not letting Tyreek Hill get 50, 60-yard catches. They're not letting um, Nicole Hardman or Pringle or any of those fast wideouts get those big gashing plays. They're making them drive the football. Yeah, and I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. You know, I, I just I, I'm interested to see how long this is going to last if, if – you know, and, and I hope the Chiefs, the, the players don't think that, I, you know, what all of a sudden we're going to turn it on and we're going to make a run because that AFC is strong right now. And and you're four and four. Pat Mahomes ain't playing well. And, and, and I'm pretty sure he can figure it out. But I'm really curious to see where this team is going to go. 
All right. Because they're not looking very good. And just like you said, they're looking average and they're looking average at best. Um, I don't think they've really had an impressive win this year. Okay. Um, so I, I, I'm curious, man. I'm, I'm not, I'm not surprised though. I'm not surprised at all because I think at some point in time, I mean, it, teams every season build for your conference and they build for your division. And at some point in time, you're going to add players to your team. They're going to be able to compete one-on-one with other, you know, with, with your, uh, you know, with your, with your competition. Yeah. And I'm with you. Um, I, I'll tell you this. I am surprised by the fact that they look like an average football team. But you're right. We shouldn't be because at some point in the NFL, there has to be regression. There's no, We're not going to see another Patriots run, right? So you asked the question to begin when I asked this in surprise versus not a surprise. You're like, Chris, before we even get to that, did we overvalue or do we, did we anoint Patrick Mahomes too quickly? And I don't think that's the answer. I just think that we perhaps compared him to Brady too quickly because we got to realize here, it's not just Brady. I know Brady's going off of the Bucks and he looks great with Bruce Arians. It was Brady and Belichick to sustain a 20-year success. Now, we know with the Chiefs, they've had three, four seasons, really three in a row, that have just been phenomenal. They've looked great. But even with the Patriots and their sustained success, they had a couple things going for them. One was their division sucked. Let's just keep it a book. Their division sucked. The AFC West doesn't suck. They're good teams. The Chargers are up and coming. They have a good quarterback in Justin Herbert. The Raiders are, look good, even though they have some issues. We're talking about rugs, and we know about John, John Gruden. Um, they got issues there, but still, they're 5-2 and two right now. So they're a good football team. So that also hurts them because their division sucks. They're having a down year. They're having a down year. But I think too many people think, okay, because they have Patrick Mahomes, they'll be great for 20 seasons. Nah, not everybody's uh, um, not everybody's Tom Brady and Belichick. It just doesn't work that way. So if they have a bad season this year, perhaps miss the playoffs, which would be an absolute stunner. Uh, I think some some people say, well, Tochi's not better than Tom Brady. Well, why were you even comparing him to right. Tom Brady? That's the problem. You shouldn't do that yeah, quite yet. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I'm I'm a big believer in, look, he's done a lot in a very short amount of time. You know, he's accomplished it. So let, let's, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens this year. Let's see what happens next year. Let's see what happens the following year in terms of that consistency. You know, that growth as a quarterback. He's got the arm. He's got the talent. He's got all that. Let's let's see that cerebral side, right? Let's see the rest of that, you know, of Moxie and 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 you know, making others around you better and that kind of thing. I, I'm I'm interested. I'm really interested to see how this turns out. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. And then for the last topic on surprise versus not a surprise, this one kind of this this one. Well, I'm going to give it. I'll start off first. This one surprised me. This one definitely surprised me because this is not typically how the NFL is. I tallied it up before the show. Low. 20 out of the 32 teams in the NFL are either average, like the Chiefs, 4-4, four and four, or worse. And in most situations, much worse. We're talking about teams that are 1-5, 1-6, 1-7, not 1-5, 1-6, 1-7. Really bad teams all over the NFL. And the question for you is, is it a surprise or is it not a surprise? And I'll start. It's very surprising. I'll just keep it a buck. I'm I'm surprised by this because normally <clears throat> the NFL prides itself on kind of, you know, a lot of good teams, a whole bunch of good teams and some great teams. And because there's so many bad teams, I just told you 20 out of the 32 teams in the NFL are four and four or worse. What happens is the other 12 teams all have bloated records. 
six and mm-hmm. one, seven. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you, th- and, and you don't really know what to make of those things because what, what happens is, so for example, if you're playing the Texans and the Jaguars, those teams are bad. They're really bad. So that's two free wins, essentially. So I don't know how good you are. It just bloats your record. And I'm surprised by this here. I've never seen in my lifetime so many bad teams in the NFL. Yeah, I, ha- I have to say, and, and I got to go back and look. And I think I think the schedule this year has been plagued by, you know, some some empty calorie game uh, games. And what I mean by that yes. is, let's take it. Let's a team like the Carolina Panthers is a great example. Okay, so they beat they played um, they played the New York Jets, they played uh, I think they played the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they played somebody else. So three probably three of the worst teams. I think the Texans actually Texans, the Jets, and uh, probably the Jaguars. It went three and zero. Okay, I think by the time they played my team, the Dallas Cowboys. Now keep in mind, I think they're three and zero or four and zero going into that Cowboys game. Okay, and they boasted the number one ranked defense uh, in several categories in terms of you know even advanced analytics like team speed and team defensive speed and all that jargon. And then their offense was ranked you know pretty high as well. But when you go back and looked at who they played, it was like well y'all didn't really play nobody. So when you play a team that's well rounded like the boys, it seemed to to create a trajectory of, of course, you know, I, I got to hey, you play hey, team as well. Like, hey, look at hey, this dude. We we gonna hey, get to your team soon. Listen, we'll get to we potentially listen, could get to your team listen, soon. Listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of what we're doing right now, but but you got to look at it though because after that game, okay, Sam Donald has not been the same. Okay, Sam Donald has not been the same. That defense has not been the same. And when they've played real competition, they have not been the same. When you go back and look at some of these other bad teams, it's the same situation. When you come, go back and look at some of these teams with, with only one loss, you know, I can kind of throw the Cowboys in there too. They've had some of those gimme games against the Giants and and I think one or two other teams. And then they've had some other teams, you know, like playing the, the uh, you know, the uh, the Chargers and and uh, and uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers where they lost that game. But, you know, you've played pretty decent teams. And then, of course, the most recent win. So it's one of those things where you either have a really, really bloated schedule of bad teams that aren't actually really good or if you're a team like the Arizona Cardinals you've actually played stiff competition and you're actually that damn good yeah but they still had also played they have they've had a walk week right they play the Jaguars they play the Texans it's one of those things what um it's one of those things where it's like come on man it's just so many bad teams so I'll give an example last week the the Rams played the Texans they stopped playing essentially at the end of the third quarter, they could have stopped playing at the end of the first half. It just comes to the point where it's like, man, I'm watching a very bad football. So I'm watching a very bad football team play a team that I don't know is very good, average. You really don't know because it's not even a competition. It's as if teams in the NFL are tanking. And I don't even know if in the NFL, there's, I mean, there are good players everywhere. Is there really a need to tank? There's no quarterback that's coming in the draft that we know of that is that elite coming in. So there's, they're really not tanking. They're just really well, <laughs> They're so, not trying to so, be this bad. They so, just so, Okay, are. so look at the bad teams, okay? The bad teams have bad quarterbacks, all right? Look at Miami, one and seven. What What's to a situation? Is he considered a good or bad quarterback? At this point, he's early in his career. Let's put him in a bad category. It's, it's, it's right? New York Jets. They ain't got a quarterback. Mike White, who's a fifth-round draft pick a couple of years ago, came out and, and won their second game, helped them win their second game. But – they don't have any quarterbacks on their team, okay? All right, Houston Texans, who's their quarterback? They ain't got nobody. Jacksonville, you've got a rookie who's not playing that well. Oh, it's all over the oh, NFL. That's what I'm saying. You can go down. They're, they're See, bad exactly. teams. So every everywhere. team that's bad, they actually don't have a legitimate quarterback. 
Washington. Yeah, but I'll say this though that that they're 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 not elite quarterbacks in every single team, right? So this is not surprising. What is surprising is that some of these teams are not even competitive, right? Like the Lions are not competitive, the Texans are not competitive, the Jaguars are somewhat competitive. I'll give the Miami Dolphins some credit; they're a little competitive. The Washington Football Team—they're not really competitive. The Atlanta Falcons. You know, the Falcons are the Falcons, right? So it's just team after team after team after team. You're like, man, y'all are not good. And most of them are in the NFC East. That's, I mean, that is the worst division in the NFL by country mile. And, um, of course, the Cowboys are leading that division because it's the worst division in football. But uh, that's another subject for another day. All right, let's move on to the next topic. Moving right along, I want to do the new Channel Sports Top Five. Y'all been y'all been waiting for us to come back. We're doing it for y'all. New Channel Sports Top Five. You know how we do it at New Channel Sports. We don't share our list beforehand. We don't do that. What happens is one person will start off with number five. We'll switch over to the next person for number four and so on till we get to the bottom of the list. And Lo, do you want to go first or you want me to go first? You go first. All right, Ben. I will go first. I'll take that opportunity and I'm going to take your shot. The number five team in the NFL is... The Dallas, I ain't gonna do that to you. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that to go you. I really would, but I'm not. I'm not going. No, to do that no, to no, you. no. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. All right, if you want, all right, fine. I'll do it. I go, believe go, the number five ahead. team in the NFL are the Dallas Cowboys. I do believe that, and I hate saying that. It's like, ugh, ugh. I want to like just vomit in my mouth, bro. Because I actually am a fan of the Cowboys, but this Cowboys team does hit a little different. Yeah, yeah. No, Chris. I mean, this this is uh, <clears throat> as a loyal fan. And going through the heartbreak, there are there are games that we've won this year that teams in the past and and literally, if you talk to any Cowboys fan, okay, you talk to any commentator, you talk to any professional, oh, the Cowboys would have lost that game, okay. Last the the, the Vikings game last year, years ago, that would have been a loss. The Patriots game, that would have been a loss. There are a lot of games that should have been losses in previous this is a different mindset. It's a different team. And I can sit back and actually enjoy watching this team play without having anxiety because this team gives me a lot of anxiety. And for the first time in a very long time, I don't have anxiety watching my <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. I appreciate it. You know, it's so funny it. during you. the game because, you know, I'm the, I'm the one that's supposed to be given number five, but you went ahead and, and gave all the info, which I knew would happen. I knew that would happen. But during <laughs> the games, you always text. We, we text during the game, y'all. And Lowe will be right. like, what's going on? And when the Cowboys lose, Lowe is so funny. He don't really be texting back, but when they win, oh, my God. Lowe be talking about, we them boys, we them boys. <laughs> like, <laughs> chill, bro, chill. But I will give you this. Last week was why I believe they're number five. Without Dak mm-hmm. Prescott, who has who has been itch, inching closer and closer to calling himself an elite quarterback, they have a guy in Cooper Rush come in and get the job done. And it wasn't just that Cooper got it done because he did, but it was the team around them just basically saying, Cooper, we'll get you there, right? Like, we'll get you to to a certain point. Now, you're going to have to make some plays, Coop, but we'll get you to a certain point where you are able to make the plays. And for me, that's a good team. When you don't have your best game, you don't have your best player or players, you still get it done. And I will say this. Ezekiel Elliott, there was a run in that game. I think it was like third and 15. They had no business getting that first down. And Elliott busts, I want to say three tackles. He looks like he looked his rookie season. He looks like he looks fit. He looks ready to eat. And the Cowboys are a very dangerous team. 
And the reason why I don't have them higher is we don't know the injury status of Dak Prescott. We hear he's okay, but I'll see it when I, I believe it when I see it. And that's why I have the Cowboys at number five. You know, it's crazy because when you look at the second half of that game, all right, you look at what happened last year, you, Dak Prescott was out. He was out this game. You're, you had your backup right tackle, all right? Well, he's the backup right now. He was a backup last year. And you had your same three guards and, and your center, all right? And they essentially have an unproven defense. Same situation last year. Same situation happened during this Vikings game. And look at what this team was able to do. Very look impressive. Look at this. Look what this team is ready to do. <laughs> listen, this I'm is, just, bro. This ain't a Cowboys podcast. This is no, not it's, a it's pod- not, it's, Cowboys podcast. It, it, it's, it's, it's not. But damn it, y'all gonna listen. All right, y'all gonna listen because my boys ain't getting enough love. Y'all, we've given y'all all the reason to hate and talk all the stuff. Stephen A's walking around here, you know, with his hat and doing all that stuff and acting like Jerry. Not no, uh, uh-uh, uh, no. We give you all the excuses. Y'all gonna listen. You hear me? <laughs> What's Let's your number, on, four, Who's number four? Who is the number four team? My number four. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Tampa Bay. Tampa mm, Bay is my number that's four. That's kind of low. Woo. You think that's kind of low? Four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got him. I got him number four, man. Maybe, okay, maybe that's a little bit low, but I'm, I'm gonna say it with my chest. I have Tampa Bay number four. Um, I think that this team they are loaded. They are beatable. They are loaded. They are beatable. I think that. There are other teams in this division that can beat them. I think Green Bay can beat them. Okay. I think that the Arizona Cardinals can beat them. I think that the LA Rams can beat them. All right. And it, and I'm I'm the first one to say never second guess Tom Brady, but I think I like what the other two teams are doing. The other three teams are doing just a little bit better. Yeah. Uh for my number three, and I and I like that. I think you have them a little low, but I don't believe it's an argument, right? I'm not mm-hmm. arguing that. Uh, I'd have them a little lower on the list, but I'm, I'm not going to argue with that. I will say this for my number three. I really didn't want this to be an all NFC list. So that's why this team is number three. A lot of y'all are going to okay. crush me for having them number three, considering what has happened. But I don't care. I'm going to give them the roses to the team who is the best team in the AFC right now. And that's the Tennessee Titans. And I, I know, I know Derrick Henry is out. But from all the reports I'm hearing, he is not out for the season, right? Okay. What have the Chiefs done? I'm not the Chiefs. What have the Titans done? They've gone and beat the Chiefs, right? They've beaten the Bills, and they've looked very good doing it, very convincing doing it. They have proved, at least in my opinion, they proved to be the best team in the AFC. Now, I know they have two major issues. One, do we really trust Tannehill in the playoffs? That's a major issue. And then two, obviously the Derrick Henry issue. They have signed Adrian Peterson, who's clearly not Derrick Henry at this point. But can he sustain them for the eight-plus weeks Henry is going to be gone? We just talked about so many bad teams in the NFL. Well, you could argue that the Titans play in the very worst division in the NFL. With the They already beat the Colts in Indianapolis. They're likely going to beat the Colts at home with or without Derrick Henry. And then they play the Texans and the Jaguars. Those are free wins right there. So even in the midst of not having Derrick Henry, they're going to be able to eat. But from what I have seen, they have beaten the best teams in the AFC. And because of that, I don't want this to be a complete NFC list. So as the best team in the AFC, I'm giving number three to the Tennessee Titans. You know what, Chris? I I appreciate you doing that. I really do. Um, because there, there's 
there's a lot of good teams in the AFC. I mean, you do have Buffalo. You do have Baltimore. I like what Baltimore is doing. I love what Cincinnati is doing. Mm. Although they just got beat, I like what Cincinnati is doing as a football team. You know, so I do appreciate you doing that with uh, for Tennessee. Um, I, I am a believer. So for them being the third team, that, that that's cool. I'm, I'm completely fine with that. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and move on to number three. Number two. Number two. Oh yeah, yeah. Number two. Aaron Rodgers is, is this guy's amazing. He comes out, gets smashed on by the Saints. Okay, and everybody thinks, oh, he's doing all this vacation stuff and all this holding out is a permanent chip on his shoulder that will never go away. You cannot. He also got COVID in his veins right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's got COVID in his show, right? I wish him well, but it's true. Yeah, no, nah, you're right. But I, I've got to put the Arizona Cardinals or LA Rams going to be left out. Yeah, and I, I, I like I like the Packers being there, particularly with what they did this last week on a short week, going to the only undefeated team in the NFL and beating them. And he did it without his top three receivers. Three receivers. His top three receivers were out. Man, you got to. I'm 100 percent on board with him being number two normally i like arguing with you but this is one of those times where you got your head all right i think what happened is while we weren't doing podcasts you read the right books you've been studying the right tape <laughs> or maybe it's because the cowboys are right so your head's right you know what i, I told you <laughs> that's funny that's funny well we're we're here is that time of the show where we have the number one team on the new channel sports top five and you're right so it's really between the cardinals or the rams and one of them will not be in the top five and the team that will not be in the top five is the Cardinals. And that's because the Rams are the number one team in the NFL. I would have had them number one on the list. I know if you're if you're a Cardinals fan, I know you're like, Chris, our team beat the Rams. So why would you put the Rams over us? Well, it's real simple. One, I don't trust your coaches. Just straight up. I do not trust the Arizona uh, Cardinals coaches. I trust Sean McVay way more than I trust Cliff Kingsbury. So that's number one. And then number two, the Rams. I know y'all beat them, but the Rams are the better team. And also, this really should have been a headline. The Rams acquired during the trade deadline, Von Miller. And that's one of those guys where you get, yeah, he's not the same Von Miller that won the Super Bowl MVP. But if you put him on spot duty, if you put him in a situation where you say, hey, Von, go get quarterback. He can do that and still do that at a high level. And by the way, Aaron Donald is on that line. So the Rams have continued to do things to get better because they understand that when you have a championship window, who cares about the future? Our window is now. That's what the Rams think. And because of that, because of their all-go attitude, and I trust them more than I trust the Cardinals. That's what it comes down to. I don't care if the Cardinals beat them again in the regular season. It's the same thing with the Saints. I said it last year when the Saints beat the Bucks twice in the regular season. I said it both times. I really don't care. When it comes to the playoffs, I trust the Saints more. When it comes to the playoffs between the Rams and the Cardinals, I trust the Rams more. They're the number one team on my list. So to recap our list, we have the Cowboys at number five, the Bucks at number four, the Titans at number three, which y'all might want to kill us for, the Packers at number two, and the LA Rams at number one. Low, I like. I kind of like this list. I like it. I like it too. I like it too, man. I have no qualms with the list at all. That's what's up. Wow, we didn't. We really didn't have much to disagree about. I, I actually, I think I like when the when the Cowboys are good. Low got his head on right. He ain't he ain't twitching. 
Uh, if y'all see him right now, he is just chilling. That boy, leg on the table. He is not even flinching right now. He's doing good. Cowboys fans, is that what y'all needed for the last 40 years? Has it been 40 years since Listen, y'all won, look, right? 40 years, 50 bro, years? It's been, it, look, it might as well be 50, <laughs> man. You don't understand. We, we've gone through some heartbreak. We've had to sit down and defend five Super Bowls when we have no business defending that that crap, you know, and, and watching bad teams and teams with talent you know, disappoint us year in and year out. So I think uh, we're we're in we're in good spirits right now. That's what's up, man. Well, that this that was the end of the podcast, man. This was a good show. This was a really good this show, was great. guys. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We are so happy that you have joined us. Stay tuned. We're gonna be grinding and getting on here each and every single week. You can check out our podcast whenever and wherever you listen to your podcast: Stitcher, Podbeam, Apple. We are there. You can check us out at our website, newchannelsports.net. That's new channel spelled N-U channelsports.net. You can also check out our lovely faces on Apple Vibes TV, where we shoot a show on demand each and every single week. And on Saturdays, you know you might want to wake up early on Saturdays. Maybe the kids bother you a little bit. Maybe the wife trying to get you to do something you ain't really trying to do. Say, hey, go to Home Depot. That's my grouch wife, boys. Go to Home Depot. You know, why are you driving to Home Depot? Go in and turn on the Leeds Podcast Network, and you will find New Channel Sports on there. We have a new show each and every single Saturday. I promise you, we are there. And then also, this episode was sponsored by Fly Jocks. Go in and grab your gear. Go in and grab your T-shirts. Grab some leggings for your girl. Check out Fly Jocks on Instagram and listen into our podcast. We will give you a promo code for Fly Jocks very soon in the very new near future. Lo, did I forget anything, bro? I think you knocked it out, man. Good stuff, bro. Good stuff. Lo, I appreciate you as always. Thank you all for listening. Until next time. Peace. Peace. Thanks for listening to the new channel sports podcast. If you like the show, feel free to leave a comment and a five-star rating. Your support is very much appreciated. Also, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or on our website, newchannelsports.net. That's new channel spelt in you, channelsports.net. Got a sports-related question for the crew? Just leave a voicemail on our website. Till next time, have a good one and stay safe out there.